0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Talking Smack podcast presented by the Griff's Cast here at Canisius College. We have Mac plays starting up next weekend along with a lot of national stuff. So my name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Let's do it. So, like I said before, we have Mac Conference Play starting up next Friday. That is December 11th. Canisius, the Griffs, will be opening it up against Marist. Uh, Manhattan will be playing Ryder. That game is at Manhattan. Siena will be playing at Fairfield. Iona at Quinnipiac. And Niagara will be playing down at the – wherever St. Peter's is playing right now. Not the Anatelli Center. I believe they're playing at NJCU. Um, But they're playing St. Peter's. So, Adam, you'll be at – we believe you will be at the – Maris Kanishius
1: game on Friday. That is the plan. Um, yes, that so, is the plan. Um, what What are you looking for in that in that game? <clears throat> well, I think the one thing that I'm absolutely going to be looking for in terms of the Griff's is who's going to be the number one ball carrier. You know what I mean? Who's going to be the guy to replace Malik Johnson? Um, I think uh, in our first episode, our, our preview episode, we were kind of discussing that whether it's going to be Majesty Brandon, uh, whether it's going to be one of the newcomers. Uh, I think you know Jordan Henderson could maybe potentially be an option there. Um, I'm, I'm really just looking to, looking to see who is going to be the the uh, the head of the offense uh, for Reggie Witherspoon. Um, in terms of Marist, uh, obviously they've they've had a couple non-conference games, both against Binghamton, won both, uh, narrowly won both. But either way, I mean those are two wins. You're still undefeated on the year. Um, I believe in the first game, yeah. Michael Cubbage had 18 for them in their first game on overtime, won against Binghamton. So uh, he's their leading scorer on the air. I'll certainly have to. Uh, that's a name I'll certainly be looking out for. Um, but yeah, I would say I would say the one thing I'm going to be the most curious about is just who who is going to be the the ball carrier for Kinesius, uh, who's going to run the point.
0: Mm-hmm. And the thing I the thing I think with Maris right now is they're going to have the experience of playing back-to-back um we all know that um the mac is playing back-to-back games friday saturday double headers all year maris played a saturday sunday double header against binghamton they and it was a home and home both of these games are at Canisius, so i think that'll be interesting Marist will kind of already had that first jump coming into mm-hmm. here getting that, a little bit of experience playing that back-to-back
1: yeah i know i i definitely i definitely think that them having actual game action and kind of being able to get the kinks out, you know what I mean? Work, work out what's going to work, what's not going to work um, in terms of actual game action. I think that's definitely going to give Maris a bit of an advantage. I, I would not be shocked to see Canis just come out and just look flat, especially shooting the ball. Um But I, either way, I mean, I'm just happy to be back in an arena, man. Like it's been, <laughs> Special, it's been especially so in the long. second
0: game On Saturday that
1: could happen. Right. Yes. Also. Yeah. Very good point. Very good point. Um Yeah. All in all, though, like I was saying, I'm happy to be back in an arena. Looking forward to it. Mac basketball, finally finally back. Been so, so darn long. Uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. And um, in two weeks, Canisius
0: plays at Siena. I am planning on being at both of those games down at Siena. So we'll get uh, back-to-back coverage weekends of uh, oh yeah the Griffs. And uh, we <laughs> should be hearing um, some from Reggie Witherspoon tomorrow morning um he has a zoom call along with all of the other mac coaches uh the women's have a zoom call on tuesday so hopefully we should be able to find out you know a little bit more about this team because obviously like i in, in a normal season i do tend to be at practices and i get to you know see the team working this year i haven't gotten to do that right because of covid protocol so i I I feel like I have a general idea of what's going on, but I don't know everything. So hopefully Mm -hmm. we'll be able to learn some more about this team uh, tomorrow morning.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: So uh, the other ones, uh, Quinnipiac and Iona we'll talk about. Um, Quinnipiac has already played four games this year. Uh, They're two and two. They, I believe they were supposed to go to bubble bill. And they did not. Um, so they beat Fairleigh Dickinson, like we talked about. Um, and then this week, uh, they lost both games to Drexel in a home-and-home uh, home back-to-back on Wednesday, Thursday. And then they beat New Hampshire earlier today. That was an interesting – I did catch a little bit of that, of that Quinnipiac-New Hampshire game. Um, interesting game. Brendan McGuire played well. Uh, Brendan McGuire played really well. He didn't miss a shot the entire game. I didn't even <laughs> kind of realize that. Shot five for five. Three for three from three. Um, Timu Channery played well. Jacob Bergoni had was a little inconsistent, but he still had ten points, ten rebounds. The inconsistency came from the shooting. Um, and then they will take on Iona. Uh, Rick Pitino just became just earned a win in his sixth different decade of coaching in college basketball. That's pretty but, remarkable. Uh, I
1: didn't even see that stat. That's incredible. Iona's
0: win over. Hofstra last night
1: that's fantastic man that, that I saw I was just seeing it. I mean it's been three years since he's gotten a win in college hoops um right it's incredible I mean it's just just the fact that Rick Pitino is coaching in the MAC man it's just it's uh, it's it's still tough to fathom to be honest with you it's crazy yeah, I mean it's it, it's how he's
0: you know kind of planning on ending his career you know mm-hmm. and uh one of the the MAC Zoom calls that they did a couple weeks ago I, I asked him I'm like you know what's it like kind of being at a small school again and he said you know this is a great way for me to end my career so
1: okay you're here to hear first folks heard <laughs> to here first uh
0: saint peters will play niagara um saint peters is two and two uh, they played maryland uh that was friday they uh did not play well they lost 90 to 57 um but they're good game this sequel was against stony brook and they they beat stony brook 82 to 68 that was dallas watson had 18 points felicity a dream had 13 casey and defo had 12 Uh you know i feel like we talk about this every week st peterson's an impressive team
1: yeah no absolutely uh and this was this was another thing that i've mentioned before i'm pretty sure but uh just to reiterate it uh, you know, last year they were such a. They relied so heavily on their bench, and right. you know, every guy seemed to be getting 15 to 20 minutes, or you know, you know, at least 10 minutes, something like that. This time around, all five of their starters had 20 or more minutes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, five guys or almost six guys off the bench managed, you know, around 10, 10ish, 10, 15 minutes of that range. But um, it, it looks like that they're they're a little more centered on their starting five this year. I think year, they are, yeah. Which um, I think you know, they definitely they have the talent there. I think a lot of that comes from experience, you know, they
0: have another year of experience in this system and, you know, they did lose some guys last year coming into this year and yeah, they do have to rely on, you know, being able to play more minutes and play more meaningful minutes because last year, every time there were, someone was out there, they were playing meaningful minutes Mm -hmm. and now it's the same thing. You're just playing a little, but you're just playing a little bit more of them.
1: Right. That makes sense. What game do you think is, uh, well, I feel like this could be pretty obvious, honestly. Looking at the slate, but what game are you looking looking the most forward to? Would you say?
0: I would definitely say Iona I Quinnipiac.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I was I thinking think too.
0: <laughs> I would say that would be uh, the interesting one. Niagara lost the game to Syracuse earlier this week. Just looked flat. Lost by thirty. So
1: yeah, that was um, not, not a great game for the for the Purple Eagles. Yeah. But I mean, it's Syracuse. Uh, what can you do? Yeah. Rider as well played Syracuse. Lost
0: by thirty five uh, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs>
1: Mexico Uh, and Syracuse. Not, not great this year.
0: Yeah. Not great at Uh, all. Dwight Murray had 20 points for uh, the Bronx, but that was about it. They'll play Manhattan. Manhattan has not played yet. Um, And then the last one, Sienna Fairfield. Sienna is coming off a pause um, that they finished up recently. And Fairfield is 0-3 with losses to Providence, Hartford, and Stony Brook. And they will play, they will play Hartford tomorrow. Mm. um before they start up uh their conference
1: gotcha because I, I i just noticed this i was just kind of uh doing some backscore looking uh isaiah ross had 33 for iona against hofstra yes he did that's a I, heck of a game from him six of 12 from three man yes iona
0: played really well against seton hall too I, yeah in yeah, the first half did. in the first half they did they were leading at the break isaiah ross had 23 points Nelly Junior Joseph, fantastic name.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, shot Love that. 5
0: of 7, 13 points in that one. Um but yeah, that game it was the first game of the Patino era at uh, Iona and they they looked great in the first half. They did, like I just said. But yeah. it was just Yeah, I mean it was
1: half. Yeah, it, it was a ball game up until like what, like 13 14 minutes to play something like yeah. that. Yeah, I think I think Iona just ran out of gas is what mm-hmm. it was. So. Yeah, that, that would make sense. I mean, e- either way, it, it was a heck of a showing. Like, I mean, that whole first right. half, I was very, very impressed with, you know, all, all the, you know, I, it was tough to say, like, what exact, you know, obviously, first game of the year, you really don't know what to expect, right. but, you know, just going in with an open mind and just, you know, trying to watch some good basketball, I was thoroughly mm-hmm. impressed. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I liked what I liked how they were playing. I liked, you know, Rick Patino looked pretty animated on the sidelines. Yes, uh, did. <laughs> I, thought I thought he was going to throw, throw the mask at some point, but yeah, it looked like it stayed on for the majority of the game, but uh, you know, it was, it was a good half of basketball for him. Obviously, I think yeah. they just got, you said they either ran out of gas, but I mean, it just got outclassed on the stretch, but um, they were doing that without Asante gifts too. I think that's, right. I think that's something to note as well. I mean, I, I'm not sure when exactly he's supposed to be back. I'm not sure if he's going to be back for Quinnipiac or not, but um. Yeah, I, I think once they get once they get him back, and if they can continue to play the way that they have, and you know you add a talent like him into the system, I'm sure that uh, that'll give him a boost. Uh, no Absolutely. Doubt.
0: By the way, I'm still taking bets on the over/under on uh, number of coaches that get a technical <laughs> for throwing their mask <laughs> onto the court this entire year. So, oh, take, dude. yeah, it'll happen. Life's too if, short to if, bet you wanna, if you want if uh, you want to give me a number, tweet at me. <laughs> and, and and i'll give you my uh my thought on the over under for it so far we haven't
1: had any. so yeah at least that we've seen i haven't had any i feel like i feel like it'll definitely be it will de- like it's viral. definitely
0: i think it's definitely gonna happen at some point yeah here.
1: like even if it's like like i don't know like chicago state playing like somebody like it'll go it'll go viral like that. it'll have to oh, go it will, viral it well because it will. it'll be hilarious yeah <laughs> That is a fact. Oh my God! Sorry to interrupt you. I again score watching here. Georgia Tech's up 15 on Kentucky right now.
0: Yeah, I I was watching that game uh, until we started recording here, and Kentucky isn't good. Like I'm sorry, Kentucky. <laughs> no. it, it's so, it's so crazy that Kentucky has these great rosters year after year, but they never have a shooter. Never. Like, <laughs> name true. me the last time Kentucky has had a good shooter. Um, the Harrison twins. I don't even, Maybe? I don't even know. <laughs> Honestly. Oh god. So, so I guess that's our transition into in national now. Yeah, so. <laughs> pretty much. Oh <laughs> my god. And, and and also Georgia, this is, by the way, this is a
1: Georgia Tech team that lost to Mercer and Georgia State. By the way, well, Georgia Georgia Tech is uh, Georgia Tech is practicing now
0: right did, did, did you know what happened with that right i don't know if i wait what so, did happen
1: with that yeah
0: josh Pasner said like that he didn't want his teams to get hit with like a contact tracing and the entire team would have to shut down like if they got a positive mm-hmm. so what they did is like he was just like we're just not gonna practice Oh my god, so how did I not hear about that? I, I think they were doing like basic practices, but like they were doing like non-contact practices. Oh my god. So like they weren't like That's running insane. plays, I guess. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I literally
1: didn't even hear about that. That's insane. And
0: then they go out and they start the they start the season and they lose to Georgia State and Mercer. So
1: I think now they might be starting to rethink that uh yeah, yeah. idea. <laughs> who'd have thought who'd have thought not practicing does not help your case but believe it or not <laughs> if you don't practice you're not going to be a good team what a concept yeah who'd have thought who'd have thought <laughs> i guess speaking of games today um i i unfortunately was stuck at a grocery store putting milk on the shelf all day however i'm assuming you might have caught this one villanova texas it, villanova, I villanova I pulls it. it out it, it, Shaka it was... smart has hair by the Shaka way smart i need to bring that hair. up i need to bring that don't... up this is a topic I, that needs to be discussed.
0: I, I tweeted this last night, and because I did not notice that Frank Martin went bald, like he oh, yeah. shaved his head, I, I didn't know. That, I tweet. didn't know that until <laughs> yesterday. I completely missed it, and uh, I can't decide what's weirder.
1: Yeah, honestly, Shaka like, Smart having
0: hair or Frank Martin not having hair. I don't know. Or Bob
1: Huggins having a goatee. Oh, yeah. that's another That's good one, one too. There's been, it's been a lot of a lot of hair developments in the college basketball <laughs> scene this year. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, of the three, I think I'm going to go Shaka Smart. Just because I feel okay. like Shaka Smart, not to say that Frank Martin hasn't been in the limelight, but like right. Shaka Smart was like, you know, with those runs at VCU, like his face was everywhere. You know what I mean? And obviously right. Frank Martin has had his runs, of course, but like – I don't know. I just cannot like when I first saw that when I was watching the Maui invitation I was like is that is is that Shaka Smart? And they were like yeah and the broadcast was like yes that is that is Shaka Smart. But that <laughs> well, that, that, that shook me. That shook me up. I'm not well, going to really well, shook I was me
0: watching up. I watched part of the South Carolina game last night. Who
1: who were they I completely forget who they were playing. Um Oh gosh, who was it? Hold on. It was uh, a Houston. They were playing Houston. Yeah, Houston.
0: And like they showed Frank Martin from behind. And I didn't know who it was at first. I was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> I'm like, does, "Does Frank Martin have like COVID right now and like he's sitting out and like or something like that?" And then like the king is like, "Yeah, Frank Martin." And they showed his face. I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> it shook me.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. That's that's crazy, man. <laughs> this has been the uh, the hair segment of the podcast. <laughs> yes, it has. Oh um, my God. So, yes, I
0: did catch Villanova, Texas uh, <laughs> this morning while, while the Jets were like winning and then losing and then winning again and then losing again. Yeah, that They're was, 0 that and 12, was Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, Justin Moore played really well. He had 19 points. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who both of us like, had 19 points as well on 9 of 14 shooting. Uh, Colin Gillespie, you know, looking at the box score, it, it, almost looks like he didn't have a big difference because he didn't shoot that well, but he was making plays on both sides of the court. Mm -hmm. He really was. He looked good. Um, There was one where I think it was in the first half where he got a steal and then like, you know, ran it up in in a little bit of traffic because he was kind of like behind the three point line a little bit. So it was in a little bit of traffic. He just laid it right in, like two easy points for Villanova. Wow. and you know that's the type of guy he is. He's go- he's going to make plays for you on both
1: sides. Mm-hmm. So I think, and th- that's a quality win for Villanova. You know what mean? Is. I mean? I mean they had that, is a good team. Yeah, I mean I, they you know they're coming off that loss. Well, not coming off the loss, but obviously they had the loss to Virginia Tech, right? Um, and that's certainly kind of you know brought them down to earth a little bit. But to to come out kind of rebound from that, obviously you get the you get the win against Hartford. You know, big deal. But mm-hmm. you know this is like like you just said that that Texas team is good. I mean, they, they right. won the Maui Invitational. Tech, Texas they, will be getting them out. E- even with this loss, Texas
0: is going to be getting the Maui bumped. Right. On, I mean, this loss does hurt them a little bit, but I still think they'll move up a couple spots.
1: Yeah. I don't see. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, to go in and, you know, the crazy circumstances of that whole tournament and, you know, obviously, you know, they weren't in Hawaii this year, but I mean, it's still the Maui Invitational, but right. Um, for them to go in, you know, kind of play so many games pretty much back to back to back, if I'm not mistaken, um, or roughly, yeah, back to back to back, beat a pretty good North Carolina team on a crazy, crazy finish. Matt Coleman yeah. is a baller. Yeah. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't, you know, I, Villanova is certainly not a bad loss. I mean, you know, it, it, you know, if you go by last week's rankings, it, it, it was not an upset. So, yeah, I, I think the bump might not be as large as it would have been had they won this game, of course, but right. I still think I agree with you. I, I don't see why they wouldn't at least either, you know, stay in the range they are or, you know, bump up a few spots. They, they blew the doors off
0: Indiana too, which I had seen on Twitter that there were some rumblings that Indiana is going to get a slight Maui bump because it felt like they were kind of the second best team there. Yeah. Throughout that's the whole tournament. True. They probably
1: that's played true. better than North Carolina did, honestly. I, yeah, I, can see I so, could see it. I definitely could see it. I got to say, I was disappointed in Alabama. I thought Alabama was, like, I, was I, I, I was high on them this year. I mean, Nate, Nate Oates is my guy. They um, yeah, Obviously they got the wins against UNLV and Providence, but uh, I thought they were, I, I know Stanford is another, you know, I feel like Alabama and Stanford are kind of on the same tier. Like they're, they're good teams, but they're not quite like, you know, they need to prove right. themselves first. Um, I was really – I thought Alabama was going to win that game against Stanford. Obviously, they did not. um, They didn't rebound, like I said, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see. You know, still still a long way to go. But You know, speaking of Stanford, I
0: was slash am disappointed in Zaire Williams Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: he has not been what we thought he would be. Yeah. Really at all. He was good against – Alabama. he was really good against Alabama. But then – UNC, eh, he, he had a fine game. But then against Indiana, and they played North Carolina A&T today and just
1: not good. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the box score. Oh, my God. For the game against Indiana, 1-10 from the floor, all 5 yep. from three, four points. and then... 24
0: minutes, North Carolina a earlier today, 26 minutes, 6 points, 2-12, twelve, oh yeah. five.
1: 5 He had
0: 10 rebounds. Yeah, which but, you probably expect from a eight guy who's, you know, one of the, the top uh, freshmen coming in,
1: mm-hmm. but. Man. Yeah, yeah no, you're I, right. You know, with a guy with that much hype coming in on a team that people say could be a sleeper on the national right. level, I mean, yeah, you, you, you absolutely expect more. Right. So,
0: anyway, going back to Texas, um, <laughs> I, I mean, Matt Coleman hits that crazy three. Uh, Courtney Ramey plays really well I was I've been overall impressed by him he was better than I thought he was going to be Hmm. um you know he made a big difference in that game uh Indiana the Indiana game he played well that you know today against Villanova he played well I did I did miss the first half of the the um the Texas North Carolina game but you know I it, it was a whole ordeal I had a Firework thrown at my car, and it was, <laughs> oh my! God. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a it. whole thing. Yeah,
1: it sounds like it.
0: So, uh, I'll I'll tell the story of it. Oh, let's go. So let's go. We'll, Firework. We'll go story. off on another tangent. <laughs> so that game was what? That game was Wednesday at like four. Yeah. I think so was, I. Yeah, I think Wednesday. So I had to drive my brother down to like a baseball workout thing or whatever, and like his workout started at four and this place is maybe like maybe 35 minutes from my house or so. So I get in the car here to start driving them down and I'm like, "Hmm, I need to put gas in my car. So, but I'm like, the light's not on yet. It probably won't come on for a little bit. So like, I'll, I'll go down there. This, This is Troy, New York. This place is in, it's right outside of Albany. Yeah. 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 So I get down there and, I kind of realized I'm like, wow, this place is not in a good neighborhood. So I, and I kind of like, kind of forgot that I need to get gas while I was still down there. And I get, (laughs) I'm about to get back on the highway to head home. And I'm like, I I still need to get gas. And then like, as soon as I get on the highway, um, but I'm like, you know, I might be able to get home on this. Right. But as soon as I pull onto the highway, the, the, Gaslight turns on like you need to like like actually stop now <laughs> <laughs> so and i'm like okay i know there's a stewart's which is like a convenience store or whatever it's near me uh there's one that? like funny.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: there's one like two exits down so i'm like okay i'll just go to that one so i get off the highway and i have to turn on to this like little side road to get to the stewart's and there's another car, maybe like 75 to or 80 feet in front of me, less than a hundred. So I'm driving behind this guy. And then all of a sudden I, I see like a flash or, you know, like a flashing light come out of the sunroof mm-hmm. of this, of this person's car. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell is that? And then it lands right in front of me. Like I'm swerving to get out of the way of this thing. Yeah, and then it yeah. starts popping. Oh my god,
1: what is <laughs> there a firework at you? <laughs> it was <laughs> a fire like it like it like it had the sound of a oh firework. Oh my god, what the hell?
0: <laughs> so, I, oh so I got no. to like I checked my car I it was fine, but I was I was shook after that. I was yeah, like, I can imagine. I, I was like, You're I like, can't what? believe that just happened. <laughs>
1: oh my god, that's
0: actually crazy. What so the hell, man. That is why I missed. That that is what I was doing during the first half of the Texas North Carolina game.
1: <laughs> well, I guess I guess the good news is you did see the best. You did you did catch the best part of the game. That, 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 that was the important part. <laughs> Holy cow, dude! That's insane. It was that that's never happened to me before. Yeah, it's never happened to me either. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I I couldn't God. believe that. Like I, I'm like I can't believe that just happened. Yeah, that's insane. Like I I. I didn't even know how to describe that. That's actually crazy. (laughs) I had a woman today ask me what the difference, you know, for for people that don't know, I work at a grocery store, I work in, uh, I work in the dairy department at Wegmans shout out to Wegmans. But I had a woman, I had a woman ask me today, you know, me being the dairy worker that I am stocking, you know, yogurt, whatever I was doing. um, She asked me if I knew the difference between a one volt and nine volt battery. I don't. I like. I don't know how she expected me the to know that.
0: Battery has more volts than the
1: one volt. Yeah, I know. That's my my dad was like uh, eight volts, and I was like, dang, I should have said that. But yeah, that was. Uh, I I don't know what. I don't know why she expected me to know that, but you know. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times at Weichmann's. Yeah. It, yeah. Interesting times. Yes. Clearly. Right clearly. So. Anyways. Back to again that that, that yeah. has been the real life segment. Now we we've had the hair segment and now the real life segment of the podcast. I, I'm going to say like it, like in the
0: description or on Twitter I'm going to say like come for college basketball content, stay for a story about fireworks being thrown at my car. <laughs> Something like that.
1: That's that's a money description right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, looking back on this week, there were a couple really close calls in terms of like stunning upsets. Yeah, I mean, Kansas almost was very, very close to losing to 0-3 North Dakota State yesterday yep. at Allen Fieldhouse. Virginia barely escaped Kent State on, uh, that was fr- yeah, Friday. That was Friday. Yep. Uh, Took Detroit, to yeah, Detroit Mercy was playing really, really close against Michigan State on Friday as well. Mm-hmm. I want to say that, yeah, that was like a two-point game with a couple minutes to play. Yeah you know, and Mark Marquette. I mean, Marquette. Oh yeah. Of course, of course. On, the, on the tip in. Yeah. Oh, the last second. How, how did I forget that. Yeah. That was, the crazy Lewis play. The tip in. that was a crazy play. That was one of the cooler game winners that I can remember in recent yes, it, history. Yeah. That was absolutely. That, was, that ball felt like it was like floating in the air for an eternity. <laughs> oh man, um, That's a big win for Marquette though. And especially, for, yes, I mean, and arguably an even bigger loss for Wisconsin. I mean, they just, got that huge bump up fourth in the nation and mm-hmm. you, you, you bump up the fourth and just like that, you're out the door. But I mean, I mean looking at
0: Marquette's first four games of the year, they lost to Oklahoma state on Friday, which Oklahoma state's a good team,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but obviously they're not going to be in the tournament this year because they're ineligible. So, right. you know, you kind of think it's like, Oh, it's Oklahoma state. They lost to Oklahoma state. It's kind of a, not a great loss, but then they equalize it and then some with the <laughs> yeah. win over Wisconsin. Yeah,
1: I so, mean, I mean that, yeah,
0: that, that almost kind of x's out that loss to Oklahoma State. Yeah,
1: I would say so. <laughs> and
0: you know, if Marquette ends up on the bubble, which they may, who knows, that that'll be a really good win. It'll give them an edge. Yeah, and especially in the Big East because they'll have opportunities for more big wins because they'll get to play Vill- they'll play Villanova, they'll play Creighton, right? You know, two. Top ten to fifteen teams in the country right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to look really good for them.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm I'm in complete agreement there. I think that I think the Big East. I mean, obviously you have your top dogs this year, but right. I feel like the the middle of the the Big East standings. Uh, you know, your your Xavier's, your Butler's, mm-hmm. uh, your Marquette's, your Seton Halls, your UConn's. Even this year, I mean, UConn is looking looking really good back in the Big East, but. Uh, I think that 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 could be a bit of a bloodbath there. You know what I mean? I think that there could be – I think it could.
0: I think it absolutely could. I think the Big East has a lot of depth, and it's really deep, as it always is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you there.
1: Yeah. I guess you want to talk about, uh, I guess, the big couple games on – what was it, Thursday or Tuesday? Tuesday. We had uh, Michigan State-Duke.
0: Michigan State beat Duke 75-69, and Kansas beat Kentucky 65-62. Uh, Michigan State was probably Michigan State was the only
1: team that impressed me out of those four honestly Mm -hmm. yeah I I caught I caught the majority of the 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 Michigan State Duke game but I did not see the Kansas Kentucky game but it was ugly
0: it was ugly (laughs)
1: like
0: neither team both teams deserve to lose that's how it was oh boy
1: okay well I mean, I, I definitely can see see your point on Kentucky now, considering they're about to lose to Georgia Tech. But, yeah, that, I, can't, I can't say that surprises me. I can't say yeah. that description surprises me. But, anyways, so, and, and like, uh, I did like Michigan State's game. I do agree with you. Yeah, I mean, Rock, Rocket Watts is great. He played well. It's a great name, by the way. It is.
0: It's, it's a fantastic name. name. Uh, Aaron Henry played well. Joey Hauser yes. um, did really well as well. Um, Hauser, brother's. Yes, and Sam Hauser is at Virginia. Right, right. My guy. Um, the guy that I want to talk about though, he was coming off the bench, was Julius Marble. He kind of came out of nowhere, and had twelve mm-hmm. points, didn't miss a shot. Another one was Malik Hall, had a double double off the had a double double off the bench. How often do you see that?
1: Not often. Uh, not often. <laughs> um,
0: Michigan State has a lot of depth, and I think they. They might come close to being the team, like, depth-wise and, you know, talent, weapons-wise. I think they're the only team that could potentially rival Gonzaga in terms of weapons. I can see it. I can because, see it. Because, because I feel like right now the consensus is Gonzaga, like, you can't argue. Gonzaga has the most weapons in the country.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I that showed that. like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it did. I was yeah, I was about to say, you know, I mean you you, you look at the game on uh, on Wednesday, I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and like
0: West Virginia <laughs> played well on defense, but Gonzaga still scored 87 points. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a fact. I mean, I mean it's it's so tough because like it's still very early in the season, but like just having watched that Gonzaga team play, like how can you look at them and not say that they are above and beyond the best team in the country? You know what right. I mean? Like just the talent. I mean, obviously you had the scare with Jalen Suggs. So, 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 so happy right. that Jalen Suggs oh, is okay. Yeah. It looked, um, it looked, yeah, it looked bad. It looked had really to, bad. I mean, when when they're like carrying him off the court, can't even put any weight on it. I was like, Oh man, that, that right. sucks. But yeah, so happy he was able to come but back. Then- but then they have Andrew Nemhard, who
0: probably would be starting on just about any other team in the country. But he went yeah. to Gonzaga, and you know he's coming off the bench. He's played really well off the bench. I mean, they they yeah. have Anton Watson starting, but you kind of got to wonder if that's going to
1: change. Mm-hmm. And they put yeah. Nemhard in the starting lineup, which honestly right. they should probably do. Yeah, you would think so, right? I mean, nineteen five and six off the bench in thirty five minutes. Uh, it's it's pretty noteworthy that's really noteworthy right. like i don't know if he's almost like um i don't know like i i, I guess maybe a comparison can maybe be like lou williams type guy you know what i mean okay. where like he starts yeah. on the bench but you know he's gonna play the majority of the minutes i don't know if that's maybe just like a comfort thing for him um i mean that's, that's that's a complete assumption you know what i mean i don't know but um you know i i yeah i agree with you i don't see why after his recent performances why he would not deserve uh, a, a nod in the starting lineup. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, gu- I guess we'll see. Time will tell right. whether that does change. But I mean, yeah. I mean, Corey, Corey Kisford is a baller. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Timmy I mean, is a baller. <laughs> um, they, I mean, they, they have
0: Iai is a baller. Oh, they God. have five guys who you know you could say at the end of the year, like you like future me could come in and say, "Hey, this guy is an All American." They have five of those guys. Be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's they have true. five of those guys. It's
1: true. Like generally, think, like you know, as long as injuries don't doesn't hurt this team, I they they have by far the best starting five in the country. Or I'm, like or at least at least core group of five players right. in the country, in my opinion. And A if big you, know, if reason, you
0: in. So obviously we know on Thursday the Baylor the Gonzaga Baylor game got uh got postponed. And Ooh. by the way, correction we said that the Oklahoma Kansas game was uh, the first or was the most recent uh, one versus two? It was actually uh, the season opener last year. It was Michigan State, and it was Michigan State in Kentucky. Oh yeah, first one champions two started last year. That's right. I forgot about so that. That was the most recent one versus two game. So correction on that. Yeah, from uh, that game
1: just wasn't as memorable as Kansas no, Oklahoma.
0: <laughs> um, so. And anyway, a part of the reason why I was bummed was because we couldn't get to see what Gonzaga could do against, like, Baylor. And Baylor's, like, a damn good team, you know? Yeah, that's a fact. And we know, like, what Baylor can do and what Gonzaga can do. And it was kind of wondering what, what they could do, you know, together facing each other, who would win, who would do better. And I think it... I think it could potentially, it could have potentially started a discussion, especially if Gonzaga, you know, beat them by, you know, 10, 15 points. It's like, can Gonzaga go undefeated? I yeah. think it kind of prevented some discourse on that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Did, they, did that end up getting canceled or postponed? I'm assuming I, they're not they, going to try and... I reschedule. think that it sounds like they're going to try to reschedule it. Oh, really? That'd be great. So, I hope they do uh, that. I, That'd be awesome. They
0: both have... I think it's December 21st to December 29th is open for both teams. Okay. So it would make sense to play it somewhere in that window. Okay. So. Also,
1: and, <laughs> this is just yep. this is a, rant, a completely ra- – I'm sorry to interrupt you. This is a completely random setup. I was just looking at Gonzaga's schedule. Are, do, do you, are you aware that Dixie State, they, they just moved up to D1 this year? Uh, do, do you know about them? Yes, I do. I – I had no idea that they were in like, what are they in Colorado? How is a school named Dixie state? Not from like Mississippi or Utah. I think it's in Utah. My bad. Uh, (laughs) How is a school named Dixie state? Not from like Mississippi, like Dixie state. I don't know. Are you kidding me? That is like, that is like (laughs) prime Southern college name. I mean, it's in 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 Utah. Like like, if you're not going to put it in the like
0: Southern, like that's kind of, the second best place like a utah or idaho that's fair fair.
1: i'll I'll give you that something like that yeah that was just that was just a random that was a random thing that i i saw i I was saw something about them on twitter and i was like why why are they not from mississippi that was completely random uh, tangent by the way i apologize they're they're playing (laughs) (laughs) that's okay Uh,
0: they're playing uh two of the four schools that are moving up to d1 this year oh wow that did move up to because they're playing tarleton state on uh tuesday
1: oh yeah yeah Good call.
0: Billy Gillespie <laughs> is the coach at Tarleton. That that that's, that's uh, in Texas. Okay. The other two are it's Bellarmine and somebody else. America East maybe? No, NEC, NEC. I think. Hmm. No, maybe not. <laughs> now, now I completely forget. Oh my gosh, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm oh, UC San Diego. UC ah, San Diego. okay, okay, okay. That's the fourth one. So it's Tarleton, Dixie. UC San Diego and Bellarmine are the four that moved up to D1 this year.
1: Boom. And that is your random schools that you probably won't hear about again, the rest of the yeah. podcast segment. Merrimack went up to D1 last year.
0: Oh yeah. For X. X. I forgot, well. about, did I didn't I forgot about
1: Merrimack. That's a fact. So,
0: yeah. They're playing, Tar- they're playing Tarleton state on Tuesday. They still have to play Iowa.
1: Um, and uh, knows, yes, they might <laughs> uh, yes, Luca Garza versus Gonzaga. What a matchup that will be. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, like, even if they do,
1: they, I, I'm i
0: kind of going on the assumption that this Baylor-Gonzaga game will get And I hope it does, man. That'd be so great. Like, the, the West Coast Conference isn't as good as it usually is. St. Mary's is not as good as it has been in previous years. Neither is BYU. Like, I, I would think if Gonzaga can get through this non-conference portion of the schedule undefeated I think they have a chance of going undefeated for the Mm -hmm. entire
1: year yeah no I I agree with you I agree with you who do you think is their biggest competition in the west coast do you think it could be you think it is still St. Mary's BYU or you think San Francisco I mean I I know we I know you're high on Pepperdine too right didn't you say that they yeah uh, I like Pepperdine I like
0: Pepperdine but I don't think
1: I don't think they can play with Gonzaga I like them
0: don't think they can play with Gonzaga I think San Francisco could have a chance to beat them just because I think Todd Golden might, you know, find something in them, like analytically wise. Right. Um, And then obviously like St. Mary's BYU, they're, they're there. They're not as good this year, but they will be there. Right. Of course. I would assume assume one of the two of them makes the tournament. Um, San Francisco might too, who knows? (laughs) Um, But I think like, yeah, I think if they have it I think they could. Maybe they lose a game or two, but who knows. Yeah. I guess time time I, I can I de- I mean it, it it'll be a couple weeks from now. They don't finish their uh, non-conference portion until December 29th, which is against Dixie. Um but I think it's possible.
1: Yeah. I don't see why yeah, not. I don't, I, mean... I feel I
0: don't want to start that discourse too soon.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you you just look, you watch that team play and look at the talent. You're just like, I mean, maybe. but that's the thing. Like it, it
0: it was against West Virginia. You can have a really good defensive performance, which West Virginia did, and still give up 85 points. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Which is tough to get to on offense anyway. So that's true. I think I think it could happen.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't see why not. I mean, I I think I think if they can get past, if they do end up rescheduling Baylor. Like you said, if they can get past Iowa, they get past Baylor. You know, the West Coast is definitely a bit down this year. I don't, I don't see why it couldn't. Honestly, I think, I think it's definitely in the cards. And Georgia Tech just finished off Kentucky, by the way. So ah, that one is done. All <laughs> um, right, R.I.P. Stop by one of my biggest haters' funerals today. So you're not, <laughs> they will not be. Uh, Kentucky's not going to be ranked. No, they will not. be. Um, anyway,
0: Baylor beat Illinois.
1: Yes. Uh, that
0: was yes. Yes. Wednesday yes. night as well. That was after the uh the Gonzaga West Virginia yes. game we were just talking Man. about. That was, that was such a points.
1: good that was such a good game until it wasn't. <laughs> 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 like really, like I mean that game was pretty much close until the final, like 10 minutes of the game. Like that was like back and forth. Like yes, it was. I I think Absolutely. the largest lead might have been like four or five points either way. Like that right. entire first thirty minutes. And then Baylor just just turned it on, seemingly, as, as, as a, team, that, a team like them can right. do. It, it's cool to see the emergence of Adam Flagler on that team.
0: Mm-hmm. He's had 12 points, 17 points, and 18 points in uh, Baylor's three games. Um, so he's doing better than I thought he would. Um, he He's coming in from Presbyterian, he's coming in from. Hmm. And he's just immediately having an impact there uh davion mitchell has had two good games jared butler obviously you know there are three big guys mitchell butler Teague. all three of them played well flagler could be kind of that fourth guy maybe guy off the bench similar to nebhard
1: mm-hmm. for baylor yeah could be i mean when you're putting up numbers like that why not yeah
0: um illinois iota uh uh yeah. might have took taken too many shots
1: Six yeah, it's true. He was he was really cold in the first half. Like I, I think I tweeted about that, just saying I was really impressed that they were able to hang around when both Colburn and Desumu, I mean their two stars, were not particularly playing right, you know, the best that they could be. Um he, he turned it around a bit in the second half, but yeah, I mean, eight, 18 shots and you shoot six eighteen. I mean, that's not a recipe for success. Also, Adam Miller, um, you know, he was a guy that we talked about you know, in their first few non-conference games where, you know, if he can be the guy to step in and be that third option and, you know, really Mm -hmm. shoot the ball well, um, you know, we kind of thought that that could greatly, you know, propel them to being, you know, national championship contenders. Mm -hmm. Completely craps the bed, Uh, you know, two of 11, 0-6 from downtown in 31 minutes. Uh, And Kofi Corburn, it seems seems like he was in foul trouble the entire game. Uh, Right. I and mean, he had two his minutes. Yeah. I mean, I think he, yeah, had he only two, played 18 minutes. Yeah. He had two, I think, at halftime. And then in the first couple minutes of the second half, he ended up getting his third and was out for a good while. So, right. I mean, only seven points, four rebounds for him. Uh, Georgie. They had the two guys off
0: the bench that yeah, picked up. Oh, God. There. I'm going to try I'm, I'm going to try it. Bezhenishvili,
1: I believe. Bezhenishvili,
0: yes. And uh, Andre, and Andre Corbello. 11 points in 16 minutes for Andre Corbello. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He, he played well off the bench. I, you know, I, I, think... I didn't, yeah, I didn't know a ton about him um, coming into this year. He, he's a, he's from Puerto Rico. He went to high school in New York city um, committed to Illinois and he's had a good first couple games of his career.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you got to think
0: he could be an option for them heading into big 10 play and then, you know, potentially later on in his career.
1: Yeah. So. And for be- Bezanishvili, um, it's good for them to have a guy behind Colburn, like just in take yes. in, in case this kind of situation happens again, you know, um, obviously I'm not sure if, you know, every game he's going to be able to produce this kind of production off the bench, but um, you know, to have a guy that you can rely on a big man that you can rely on just in case, you know, like I said, like if, if Colburn does get into foul trouble again down the line or, you know, right. maybe he's having an off night, you know, to have a guy that could potentially pick up the slack, that's definitely helpful for Illinois, but absolutely. Um, I mean, Jared Butler, I mean, he was only 6 of 18, but still 12 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. You know, I, he, he was good enough, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you said, Flagler off the bench with 18 leading the way. Um, you know, Baylor, Baylor, like I said, I think Baylor just down the stretch, I think they just kind of outclassed Illinois. You know what I mean? They got, they yeah. they, they, they had the run. It, it felt like, e- you know, either team that got like that little 8-0 run, 10-0 run at any point in the game was going to win. And, I, right. I, you know, and Baylor ended I, and up it was- doing it. And I think it was
0: Baylor played the full 40 minutes. Illinois probably played about 35 minutes.
1: Yeah. I'd say that that's perfect. Yeah, Illinois didn't
0: play the full 40 minutes and they kind of, you know, it's not saying that Illinois is a bad team, of course they're not, but you know, in, in the long run, every team is beatable. And I think a team, I, I, I think Gonzaga is beatable, mm-hmm. but obviously any team is beatable on any given night. And I think we talked about this, this last week, you know, the no fans atmosphere is weird and it, um shortens or makes the gap smaller between teams yeah we talked about more about that last week but i think you know maybe this is an example of that in the games you were talking about earlier um like it was the um michigan state and detroit and Mm. virginia and kent state and kansas and north dakota state i think that's i think that's an example
1: of that yeah so i agree well you want to Guess, kind of round this out with some predictions for next
0: week. Go for this week.
1: So we'll start out on.
0: We have three games on. A good game in every time slot on Tuesday night. Oh, you
1: ain't kidding. Oh man, I didn't know. I didn't know the time slots were spread out. That's beautiful. They are. That is beautiful. I love
0: that. So Tuesday at five o'clock, we
1: got Creighton and Kansas. I'm I'm rolling Creighton. I know. I was about to say. I think I got to go Creighton here. Kansas has not impress me i no, you know what i mean not. i i think you know i think creighton is it might might just be the better team here
0: i i think they are too um so we'll both go creighton there uh north carolina and iowa that's at seven thirty.
1: 30 got a got a battle of a couple of talented big men and you know this guy named luca garza and garrison brooks um I, i'll go iowa i, I, I think I, that... I i i te- yeah i tend to think uh Luca Garza has had some
0: ridiculous stats, yes, yes. by the way. Did you oh see? My God.
1: I think he outscored Western Illinois, or was it Western Illinois that they played? Yeah, he did. In it the was Western half. Illinois.
0: He had 30 points at half. Western Illinois had 26. <laughs> oh,
1: my God.
0: <laughs> he That's finished that great. game at
1: 35 and 10. That's absurd, man. Yeah, he's averaging He's he's three he tenths of a rebound away from averaging a double-double of 34 and 10. Yeah. Oh, God. What a, what a What a kid it's crazy yeah, you know, i'll I mean, say i'll say iowa though yeah yeah he's gotta he's gotta win Naismith this year yeah i, I there's no yeah, Barry, I, I barring like barring a
0: out in my mind
1: yeah barring a catastrophe i think it's his to lose yeah and then 9 30 illinois and duke i think i think you know me man i love my illinois love illinois i think they bounce back I think they do too. Yeah. I think I think Iyo mean, Desumo bounce, bounces back too. I think he does, I, th- yeah, I think, I, think he does. I I would not be shocked if he puts up like twenty five. So. I really would not be.
0: Yeah. So we both go there. Um, Wednesday, we'll go with the late game: Michigan State and Virginia.
1: This this has the potential to be a, be a good game. I think it does. I, you know Virginia's been a little hit or miss this year so far, but you know there's still Virginia. You know you still got. You know, I still got Bennett, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I I'll go Michigan State. Yeah. I think I think it's gonna I think this this kind of has the feel to a a Virginia type game. I feel like this might be in the 60s, but yeah. I, I'll go Michigan State. I think Michigan State pulls this one out. I agree. I but I, I do think it's going
0: to be a Virginia led game, and that is why right now I am gonna go with Virginia because Ooh. Virginia's defense when they can take control of a game like for the exception of San Francisco they're gonna win mm-hmm. and I mean that's how Virginia has been for years now and like and like I think we said it on here like they have offensive weapons now so the team arguably I might be might be even better than the the 2018-19 team I, I don't think this team is a finished product yet Um but still i'm i'm gonna go with virginia here
1: okay so and then i will do one yes yeah i was about to say well, there's a couple sunday afternoon games that we yeah. will be done by the time we record yeah richmond west virginia that's a fun one that will be i think that one's going to be interesting um i think we're i think
0: that one we're really going to learn what richmond is about mm-hmm. uh they haven't played since, uh, that Kentucky game, they play Northern Iowa on Wednesday. So a long break between games for, uh, the spiders. We're really going to see what they're about, but I'm going to go with West Virginia in this one.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'll probably go West Virginia as well. Um, I, I think that anytime you play that Bob Huggins, that press defense, you know what I mean? I, I think especially for a team like Richmond not to say that they don't play talented teams mm-hmm. but a team that isn't really in the spotlight as much as Richmond you know what i mean I, right. I i don't i don't think that they're going to be ready for that i think i think west virginia will will pull The Atlantic out Ten well. is deep. It's true. The Atlantic Ten is really I don't probably probably one of the more talented years that they've had in St.
0: Louis uh, St. Louis blew the doors off of uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff uh, yesterday it was 107 to 54. Yeah that's that's bad that's bad <laughs> yeah they started the game up like 34 to 4 or something like that something crazy yeah, like that, that. That, that that's also bad <laughs> yeah. if you're uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff and then last one uh we'll go with Texas and Baylor
1: oh I'm going upset Texas oh I like it I like it I like the audaciousness that uh. might come back and bite me but hey, you know what? I'll, I'll Why not? If it happens, so. yeah, right. That's a fact. Oh gosh, I don't know, man. This is this is tough because this one does have a bit of an upset written o- written over it. I-, I feel like I think like te- I-, I think we just talked about it earlier. I mean, Texas is a darn good team. Matt Coleman's a baller. Ramsey's a baller. Um, Brown, he's another guy who's very talented for Texas. Ah. Uh... I'm going to cop out. I'm going to take Baylor. Okay. I'm, I'm going to fair. take Baylor. You're going, you're going for, you're going
0: to have a good record.
1: I'm going upset. <laughs> I'm playing yeah, it safe this time around. All I, right. I, p- I picked the, uh, picked the Illinois upset last week and they let me down. So, so there you I, I'll, go. I'll so, go Baylor this time
0: around. I didn't go an upset last week and I think I ended up looking okay.
1: Yeah. So. I was about to say, yeah, you, you, you were all good. So,
0: so that will do it for this week's episode of the and Smack podcast. My name is my name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Good night